Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of What the Howl. I'm Jared Boggess, joined by my co-host... Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome at the <laughs> University of West Georgia. Why the dramatic pause there? I, I was curious about your clicks, but uh, it's okay. I, I was just counting myself down. Yeah, but you did an appling, 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 appling. And see the clicks that you're talking about? I'm going to cut out so nobody's <laughs> even going to know about it. <laughs> but anyway, we're here with episode 65 of What the How. Matt, we skipped last week because nothing was going on. Yeah, it was, it was a, a slow news week, as they say. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, summer's here. We still don't have sports going on because they are wrapped up for the year, but uh, we got some stuff to talk about today. Oh, there's there's some cool things that have happened though. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, we got some uh, got some stuff to talk about. Uh, catch you up on what did happen last week, mainly some postseason awards, um, and then we'll just kind of talk about what's going on over the summer. Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, there there were a lot of different things that happened last week. Um, a lot of a lot of cool things. Uh, some a big announcement uh, today, actually. Yeah. And uh, and you know I can't wait. Let's let's get into it, man. All right. Let's, let's start with women's golf. Last week, Ansley Cowart became the third All American in UWG women's golf history. She was named second team All American by the Women's Golf Coaches Association. And what an incredible year she had. Oh yeah, and, and uh, she was the third, second. Uh, no, I think Fran may have been first team. I'm kidding. I don't remember though, off the top of my head. I'd have to pull up the record, but but yeah, she's the third all. She's the third all American, and it was and she was second team. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, what a what a spe- and it, it was such a great thing to be able to watch here yeah. here, you know, because we we really saw kind of a, a return to uh, the just outstanding nature of women's golf here at West Georgia. Yeah, you know, winning the conference championship, all of that kind of stuff, and and she was kind of at the forefront of it. Yeah, she averaged 74.32 for the year, uh, had seven top ten finishes, one individual win. Remember, she had that crazy run. She never finished worse than sixth um, in all those seven tournaments during the regular season um, and then finished 11th at the regional the first time she'd finished outside of the top ten, and it was 11th out of, uh, let's see, there was 18, nine teams times five, 45 plus four, 49 people. She finished 11th. Right. See that quick math right there? I know you're impressed. That was good. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, but yeah, she finished eleventh and missed the spot to nationals by I think two strokes. Yeah, yeah um, she was right there at it. Yeah, so she she broke that streak of top ten finishes, but still an incredible showing at the NCAA South Regional back earlier this month. Yeah, All American Conference Player of the Year. You can't ask for much more than than that in your first year here at West Georgia. The only thing she didn't notch off that would have put her already in the Fran Brim Club would have been the individual medalist at the yeah, tournament, but right. she was runner up. Um, and she's got two more goes at the uh, individual medalist. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, she's she's going to be up there, no matter what happens. She'll be up there as one of the top three golfers in school history. And it was really tough to 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 see uh, how that played out at the conference tournament. You know, she finishes in the lead, and then the girl comes in and and birdie birdie yep. on the last two holes. Yep. Uh, you just can't you can't expect that. And we can't pronounce the name of the. Uh, the golfer who won, it starts with an S and it has about seventeen letters, and then they start the second, the last name. And then they, let, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but so. yeah, um, so shout out to Ansley Cowart for being named All American. She was on the show back a couple weeks ago before the regional. Uh, great to sit down with her and kind of get to know her a little more and, and talk golf with her. Um, but big congratulations to her. 
Sounds good. And then softball, we had some 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 all region stuff coming in for softball, right? Yeah. So since we last recorded, softball got left out of the regional, um, which you can look at it one of two ways. We won't get into all that, but uh, we did haul in some all region awards. Madison Slappy and Kaya Draper were named NFCA second team all region. That's the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association. Um, and then Slappy and Kristen Nix. Uh, later in the week, we're named D2CCA All-Region. Both of those get second team. Uh, the difference there is the NFCA is voted on by coaches. D2CCA voted on by um, SIDs in the region. Well, and, and and I always get NFC mixed up because I feel like that should be the national football coaches. They're the American they're, Football Coaches yeah, Association. So, AFC. so they're the AFC and the, and the NFC. So. I did that one time, um, and we were talking about football. And I called, I said it was like NFCA Coach of the Year, and Mitch corrected me. was like, oh, Will Hall didn't coach softball. <laughs> I think it was a Will Hall story I was writing. It was a Will Hall yeah. story. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, Kristen Nix, we, we talked about her. She finished the D2CCA All-Region. She hit 420 on the year to set a single-season uh, batting average record, um, beating out Nicole Yancey. I think we may have talked about this when she yeah. wrapped up the uh, Gulf South Conference tournament yep. as an all-tournament selection. But, yeah, she hit 420, uh, led the league in doubles. So good to see her on the all-region award list. I really wish we could have seen her on the NFCA one because, I mean, that kind of batting average, that kind of output, everything like that, I it, yeah. it definitely wor- it's worthy of it. Yeah, and here's the thing, though. Um, she did make like eight or nine errors at second base. Um, and the coaches are going to look at that before SIDs will. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just the coach in them. I mean, we're going to look at offensive production, team record, but coaches they'll put an emphasis on that on that defensive play. They will. They will. They're, they're, that it could cost them an All American. That's for it, sure. it could. Yeah, I've seen it happen before. Not really, but anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, Slappy she hauls in a pair of All Region awards. She was the one that was both NFCA and D two CCA, um, and then she was first team All GSC. So good finish to her career, and really a cool story because. As a freshman, she hit like 086. I think it it was 071. Let me pull up her bio. Yeah, she hit 071. She was two for 28 as a freshman, never could get anything going, um, and then hit 288 as a sophomore, 229 in the shortened season last year, and then 376 as a senior in 40 games, eight doubles, two triples, three home runs this year. Um, Was all, like we said, first team all conference. All region was all GSC tournament in 2019, so um, a good finish to her career, and you just love to see that an improvement from 2018, batting 071 to 376 as a senior. Well, and you got to look at a little bit as well at, at who was here when she when she was a freshman as well. She was an outstanding defensive uh, center. Uh, cent- I think she started out as a center fielder, didn't she? No, she was still in. Uh, she was in one right. of the corners, yeah, because we had another freshman who was playing center that year. Yeah, uh, and then she left. She was only here for a year, but yeah. And then that's when we brought Hannah in. So she Hannah played center then. Right. So, but she was a very good. She was very good defensively. Oh yeah, always and, has been. And so twenty eight at bats means that mostly the games that she played in were she which when she came in as a defensive yep. um, substitute late in games. Yep. And uh, and so that that speaks. It also speaks to a little bit of what we had in the outfield when she got here. Mm-hmm. And and you know a lot of times with hitters. It, that that uh, continuity of of hitting every day will definitely help help you uh, raise that batting yeah. average. Yeah, we had uh, Peyton Stallworth was one of those right um, out in the outfield, and she was kind of the flip side. She wasn't 
defensively where Slappy was, but she could hit. She finished her career uh, top 10 or 11 in career right. hitting. So right. kind of the flip flip of that, um, opposite of, of Slappy. But, yeah, like you said, 28 at-bats in, in a freshman year. But still, 071, that, that raises some eyebrows in the opposite direction of 376 uh, as a sure. senior. For sure, yeah, and I, and, and I gave her an extra hit. I'm sorry. Oh, did you? Well, because, I mean, I said she hit 086. Oh, yeah, you did. I mean, you're just trying to help her out. I was. I yeah. gave her an extra hit. Yeah, so shout out to those three who uh, earned all region honors last week for softball. Matt, let's move on uh, to the big announcement we were talking about. Yeah, you know what? It, this is this is huge. Um, and and what's what's huge about it is is the historical implications of it. Yeah, for sure. Dan Oberst has been named South Region Player of the Year by the National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association. Yeah, it came out today. Let's, yeah. uh, let's go ahead and hit the, uh, which one is it? Oh, wrong one. There we go. Wow. I couldn't remember. It's been two weeks since we recorded. <laughs> but, no, it, see, here's the thing. It, we've had one National Player of the Year in any sport, in among all sports. and I just hit How does your computer. hand feel after hitting the computer screen? I was worried because I felt I, it looked in my peripheral vision as if it was going to fall off. I'm glad you saved it. That's, a, that's our word for the day, peripheral. peripheral. Uh, but that was we, 98, we, right? Yeah, 1998. Brian Davis, and there's a gold bat in in our trophy case because he hit like a million. Yeah, to commemorate his his that was the trophy for the national, national. player of the year. Yep. Uh, it was a Rawlings trophy, and uh, and so he is now in line in, in for that for that award, and the South Region produces a lot of very very good talent. Yep. You if you look back since. 2014. Mm -hmm. There's probably I know Delta State's won a national championship since then. Uh, West Florida has. You Nova Southeastern has. Tampa has. I mean that's four years. Nova won it the year we were in the regional. Yeah, they did. Yep. So that that's four years. <laughs> in let's see, that would be in, in six or yeah, so. seven or eight or minus se yeah, one. Seven, yeah, minus the twenty years, twenty yeah. season. Yeah. So so, so you when you when you got that kind of talent. The reputation is uh, that there's a potential for for a player, a national player of the year, and and he's definitely got the numbers for it. We talked about it before, four oh nine on the season. You know, uh, he had thirty three extra base hits and uh, tied for the second in the conference with home runs with seventeen, and that was top ten in the nation. Mm -hmm. Eleven doubles, five triples, led the league in that. Scored forty five runs on the year, eight forty slugging percentage. And then was fourth in the conference in stolen bases, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, but I can't I can't stress it enough. He is a catcher. Yeah, essentially, he came in as like, a catcher. He came in as, as a catcher. Yeah, like in 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 the in the realm of thinking, most play most most times, you're not going to think of a catcher as a stolen base threat. Yeah, I mean, when you look at baseball players, it, it doesn't matter what level. What team? You look at him, you're like, that guy can rake. Yeah. That guy can steal bases. You don't look at Dan O'Burst and say, that guy can steal bases. Right. You say, that guy can rake. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, he's got some sweet tattoos, and you're like, okay, <laughs> that guy's he's bad. Don't yeah. mess with him. Absolutely. But he can do it both. Yeah. And 16 stolen bases. Yeah, 16 stolen bases. It, he, he's he got such across-the-board numbers. It, it, he's definitely going to be in the in the running for it, and, that, and that's awesome. But also – uh, let's let's not forget about Brody Wortham. Yeah, he uh, first team All South Region as well. Yeah, which that's that's fantastic because he's been Dan's been great the whole year. I think Brody might be a little bit more consistent. Now that the numbers don't necessarily bear that out because Brody had a twenty four uh, game hitting streak and Dan was twenty eight or reach base streak or something like that. Yeah. So 
but it, but Brody was was de- and Brody actually beat him in batting average, four eleven. Yeah. So uh, both of, they were tied for hits with sixty seven. Brody had thirteen tri- thirteen doubles, a triple, four home runs. Uh, played both middle infield spots. You know, thirteen double plays this year. What can you say? That's two players that really, really were as consistent as you would ever like them to be. And I'll let you read the minutia minute because you looked it up and uh, and got that for the story. But I think that's a really uh, yes. cool point. Today's yeah, today's minutia minute is uh, Brody Wortham and Dan O'Burst become the first teammates at UWG to hit over 400 for the first time since 2016. Caleb Lopez that year 427. Cade Marlowe 412. And uh, what do those two have in common? They both got drafted. They both got drafted. <laughs> Lopez was drafted by the Cardinals and uh, Marlowe drafted by the Mariners in yes. 19. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, no no pressure there on on yeah, Dan, on no Dan pressure. or Brody. No no pressure at all. But you you do have yeah, no pressure, but you do have some pressure. You do have some pressure. And, so yeah. And Dan I know is going down to play with the Bananas again. I'm not sure where Brody's playing summer ball. I'm um, not sure either, I but I haven't seen anything. He, but we're he, hoping to have Dan on the show next yes, week. So. Well, that's what we hope for. So So yeah, shout out to Brody and Dan for their uh, awesome seasons and being named all region and of course Dan South Region Player of the Year. More all region awards rolling in was Track and Field came out today. Um, as well, Brandy Bodie was all region in the shot and the hammer. Um, Nadia Davila all region in the high jump and the 100 meter hurdles, and Patience Collier all region in the long jump. Um, so good things from those uh, athletes. Absolutely, you know we we Nadia has been very consistent all year. Uh, Brandy r- ruled the shot all year, oh, yeah. and then came through big in, with the hammer uh, late in the season. Um, and then Patience Collier ha- has been. She was one that we were looking to to really really take a step forward. She still stayed very consistent, was very good. I don't know that she, you know, she and I I interviewed her uh, before the season started, and I don't know that she would say that she completely took a step forward this year, but she she stayed consistent and mm-hmm. and, uh, and th- there's a lot of she's got two years left. She's, there's a lot of good track and field left in her. Yeah, um, some minutia for. For this point, Bodie was the GSC champion. I'm just reading from my story. Mm-hmm. Here's the, here's the minutia. She became the first all-region performer in the Hammer since Nia Moses in 2018 and the first all-region performer in school history in shot put. Wow. And then for Nadia, um, her and Trasan are the only two all-region performers in the high jump, but then she's the first uh, ever in the 100-meter hurdles. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah. Breaking barriers. That's right. Breaking barriers, and we can't forget Patience Collier, like we said, in the long jump, only a sophomore, like you said, right? Um, so yeah, big things to come from track and field, and big congratulations to those three. All right, so let's go into this next segment. We're going to bring back a segment from last summer, uh, the COVID summer, um, and it's going to be thank a senior. Uh, we did it last summer because the season's ended so abruptly, and we kind of did it as a kind of a substitute senior day in a right, way because right. th- a lot of those athletes didn't get that opportunity. Um, so uh, we're going to bring it back. We'll start with basketball because we can. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's jump into this week's Thank a Senior. Um, let's start with women's basketball. We didn't even have a senior day for women's basketball. Right. At the time, they said they were all coming back, um, so we didn't even have it. Um, but then since then, Jada Dooley said, you know what, I am done. She stepped away from the game. Um, so big thank you to Jada Dooley. Well, you know, and Jada got a job. Yeah, she that, she, that, she got a job, and that and and kudos to her for for uh, you know, 
understanding that she could still be playing and and things like that, but I don't think her heart would would have been in it anymore. Mm-hmm. She, she yep. you got a, you got an opportunity to go out and support yourself, support your family, things like that. Um, she spent five seasons here. Yeah, she redshirted as a freshman in 2016-17 and then four seasons on the court. So um, it's always good when you have somebody in the program that long. Yeah, and she um, tied a Coliseum record for with seven blocks in a single game as a freshman. Yeah, true freshman. She blocked seven shots against Fort Valley, um, and that's tied for the Coliseum record. And then she had 18 rebounds? 18. Yeah, back earlier uh, in the 1920 season, she I think it was 1920, may have been 2021. No, we only played conference in 2021. It was against uh, Clark Atlanta in 19. She had 18 rebounds, which is tied for second most in Coliseum history. Okay, 2019 and 20. Okay, got it. My bad. You knew what I meant. I yeah, but I was trying to figure it out. I, well, I, I knew, I, but you said you, you, the first thing you said was in 1920 or in 2021. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, the year 1920. <laughs> yeah. she, it's only in five years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, thank you again, Jada. Uh, congratulations on your job. And also somebody who was an intern for us and yeah, a GA. And a GA. Um, so she put in a lot of work, not only on the basketball court, but in this office. So uh, thank you for all your contributions, Jada. And then in men's basketball, Kadeem Jones, Arante Anderson. Kadeem's actually coming back next year. Yeah, that, so that's what we've been that's told. What, that's what we've been told. So, But he still it, it has been a great, great player for two years. And uh, – and, and, we we have we're very grateful that he's been a part of this program, helping yep. lead us to a regional this year. Yep. It's been fantastic. And then Arante, what can you say about Arante? Yeah, Arante had a, a really good career at point guard. Um, his shot in the NCAA tournament against Valdosta State's one of the biggest of recent memory. The the three that it was kind of the the difference, the dagger, if you will, in that game uh, had 252 career assists, 87 steals in his career in just two seasons. So. Um, great, great career from Morante, and he had a he had a great he had a really good um, regional tournament. I, I felt yeah. like he deserved a chance to be on that all region uh, all the all Probably. tournament team for that, especially since we made it to the semifinal. Mm-hmm. But uh, no such luck. But but a good career, two hundred fifty two assists, eighty seven steals in two seasons. Yep, that's a bunch. Pretty pretty good numbers. Absolutely. All right, so that's it for this week's Thank You Senior. We'll be back next week to thank some more of our Wolves seniors. Um, before we wrap up, Matt, let's talk about what's going on this summer. Uh, we got some golf tournament dates to talk about. Yes. Um, to remind everybody of those, and then we'll we'll just touch on a couple other points. So let's start. June 18th, football has their alumni golf tournament, correct? That's correct. Uh, at Oak Mountain, it's it's going to be a great tournament. Um, and, you know, lot, great to see a lot of uh, former players coming back and and being a part of things. David Dean uh, started this a couple of years ago, and this year it's going to be honoring Mitch Gray. Yeah, you know, Mitch is—he had the stroke. It's been nearly a year now, um, and we, we're told that he's continuing to to improve day by day. Um, don't know what that holds, is, but we know that he's um, that he is improving. And you know, I've said it before on this on this microphone. Mm-hmm. He went through something that like five percent of people actually True. live from. True. So the fact that he's still with us is is a blessing. Yep. Absolutely. Um, another big big date in June, June 1st, is when we're expecting to, to release season tickets. Yep. So if you have not bought season tickets in the past, now is the time. Yep. So going to be $100 this year for season tickets, um, and, uh, and it'll be a great time in University Stadium this fall. Another date uh, as far as golf tournament, July 16th, the Wolves Golf Classic at Oak Mountain. Um, it's our 
kind of kickoff to the athletic year. We, we've how many years? Of, this is the eleventh or twelfth? Twelfth year. Twelfth year that we've been doing this. Um, a lot of fun. Last year we had it over at Sunset because of the green renovation. Um, but back at Oak Mountain this year, so looking forward to that. July 16th is the date. More info and as far as registration will be coming out um, in the near future. Yeah, the golf tournament has been such a great, great thing for this department. Um, it, it's been a way for the community and, and the coaching staff and the, the staff and, and, um, and administrators to come together and, and just you know enjoy some time together on a really hot day in July. Yeah, it's always hot. So, uh, but it's, it's always a great time and, uh, you can, you can go sign up and, uh, it'll be a good time for you. Yep. And if you're, you're wondering probably what we're going to do on the podcast this summer, um, you know, last year it was really weird. We had to create content. We were at home while we had to do it. Um, but we'll be getting you ready for the fall sports this year, um, which includes the 40th season of NCAA football here at West Georgia. Um, so we'll have interviews, different segments on that. And, uh, get you ready for football, and of course, more than just football in the fall. Soccer and volleyball ramp back up for a what would be a normal season. They just finished a spring mini season kind of deal. Uh, cross country and golf also going in the fall. So we'll be getting ready, you ready for that over the summer. And uh, just because it's summer and our sports are idle, please don't stop listening. We plan to have some good content for you guys, and we appreciate you tuning in each and every week. We're gonna try. It, it, we're gonna try to have some outstanding interviews. Uh, I think Cameron and Brian are probably gonna come on at some point. Did they even hear that? Oh yeah, oh they, yeah, they looked over. They yeah, did. they de- they definitely looked over. Yes, yeah. they're yeah. our new interns. Day one today. Shout yeah. out to those guys. So they get a, they, they get a shout out on what the hell on their first day. Wow, I don't know. That's that, never that's, happened. That, that's never happened before in the history of what the hell. So yeah. So congratulations. We're 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 proud of you guys. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up before we get way off topic. All right, so the biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You spent your time today listening to Jared and I talk about our wolves, so you have definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we're grateful for every penny that is given to our wolves. If you're not and would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online at uwgsports.com and on social media, Facebook, West Georgia Wolves, Twitter, at UWG Athletics, and on Instagram, at UWG Athletics. Absolutely. And I didn't say that wrong. That's no, new. Our, that is new. Our Instagram handle now matches our Twitter handle at UWG Athletics. And if you do Facebook.com backslash UWG Athletics, you go to Facebook as well. Correct. So they're so, all UWG Athletics now. Except for UWGSports.com. And that's coming soon. Coming soon. Remember to download Coming the U- soon to a browser near you. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice ad read there. Um, you usually read this part, but I'm going to introduce it. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app, the one-stop shop for all things West Georgia athletics. Absolutely. Hey, and this summer, there's going to be, you'll notice on there there's going to be an orientation uh, quiz on there or, or trivia challenge. It's going to stay up all summer long, and it's so that our, that our incoming freshmen can get to know the athletic department, can get to know everything about athletics, and that trivia quiz will help them out a little bit. So take it if you get a chance to, but, um, but yeah, that, that'll be on there all summer long. And remember, we're still offering the, uh, the fantastic deal of five-star review for a shout-out right here on What the House. So go to Apple Podcast, give us a five-star rating, and leave a review. And we'll give you a shout-out. You have to be an intern in the office in order to get a, a shout-out without a five-star rating. That's correct. Just so you know that. That's correct. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to talk more West Georgia athletics and uh, get you through the summer without the Wolves. Absolutely. I'm Jared Bogus. I just work here. And I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. Next week, you shall hear Jared say, You've been listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell?